Um, I have here Michelle Welsh. Uh, did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, she is the queen of clean. Is that correct? Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's good branding. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you do, how you got started, and uh, where you see yourself going. Okay, so um, basically, I am the founder and owner of Queen Cleaning Concepts. Um, I initially had the idea back in 2015. Um, I wanted to. I've always wanted to be like an entrepreneur and a business owner. Um, just due to my parents, they owned uh, childcare facilities in Orlando, um, and so I just kind of grew up with that business mindset all around me. And um, back in 2015, when I thought of the idea, um, I just wasn't mature enough yet to kind of execute on it. So I sat on it, did it a little bit, um, worked my corporate job. And then uh, when I had my children is really when it kind of like set in for me. So when I had my second son, I was like, you know what? I don't want to miss anything. I want to be able to kind of just do my own thing, live life on my terms, have freedom. And that's when I was like, you know what? It's time to take this to the next level. So I registered my business. I took it super serious, got all my supplies that I needed. Um, I, I started it and I uh, actually was able, I started it in May of 2017, back up again. And by uh, June, I quit my corporate job and went full time into entrepreneurship and owning clean cleaning concepts. Um, from there, I mean, my marketing efforts online, just constantly posting and remaining super relevant is really what kind of took me from no one knowing who I was to being called the queen of clean, basically. Um, and then as time has gone on, uh, I bought in my partner, Tiffany, um, I believe in November. And she is one of my, she is my managing partner and she's just kind of helped me keep everything together as we go to expand. Um, as of right now, we're just in Orlando. And um, moving forward, we do plan on expanding into different avenues like Tampa, Jacksonville. Um, but we're trying to make sure that we get the structure down pat here in Orlando. So it's kind of like a copy and paste model going into another city. So that's kind of where we're at with everything right now. But I basically grew the company in 90 days. I mean, it was the the amount of feedback that I got and everything like that was was truly amazing. Um, I didn't think that it was going to grow as quick as it did, um, but I, it's definitely a blessing. That's that's for sure. But it's definitely extremely stressful. Um, and right now, um, I am a single mom of two boys. Um, I have a five-year-old and a one-year-old, and I have my business baby, which is Clean Cleaning Concepts. So I'm doing both and. It's definitely a lot of balance, but it's something I definitely truly enjoy, and I'm glad I took this route um, versus staying in the corporate world, which there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, everybody has their niche, and for me, business is what makes me happy, so as of right now, everything is super solid, and it's moving towards the direction of us being able to expand. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, the fact that you did that in such a short amount of time is, is uh, really interesting what are some of your strategies uh for people that are listening that are also maybe trying to get their business started or um are already in the process of starting it what kind of tips would you give somebody just kind of starting out now as far as uh branding and social media uh one thing i can say with branding and social media is consistency um the more consistent you remain the more relevant you'll remain. You know, you have to make sure that you're keeping up with your daily posting. You have to make sure that even if you are only getting one to two likes or five or six likes, like it's not a game about who likes your post the most. Because if you go back and look at your insights and what everyone sees, 
it doesn't always add up. So just being as consistent as possible, because that's how you remain relevant. So as long as people know that you're out there putting out content, they're going to see it. It's going to translate into sales for you. Um, so that's like one big thing for me is I always was super self-conscious, like, oh, my gosh, am I over posting or am I doing too little or am I not doing enough? And I kind of just had to like snap out of it and say, you know what, you're either going to take the content that I'm giving you and like it or you're going to unfollow me. So that's kind of like the mindset that I have with that. So remaining consistent and having a plan. Like you can't just run out into the business world and like just say, oh, I'm going to do this right now. Like you really need to have structure, having a business, a business model canvas, having a, a business pipeline of where you want to go, what you want to do and who your customer is, having a, a customer avatar. Who is the person that is going to buy your product or take your service on? Like you really need to know where are you trying to market your services to? What's the demographics? Who can afford your services? Is your service in need? So it, those are really big things with social media. And also you are your brand. You have to, you know, brand yourself accordingly. If you know that you want to offer services and you want people to take you serious, you need to make sure that your social media is reflecting that. You know, I get it. Everybody likes to go out and party and have a good time. But you have to make sure that that part of you kind of stays behind, you know, behind the scenes a little bit if you definitely want to be taken serious as a professional. Completely agree. Do you have separate social media accounts for your personal and professional stuff? Yes, I do. So I have my my regular um, personal social media account, which is the Michelle Welch. And that shows you more of like my day to day with my kids, um, different things that I'm doing. Like from time to time, I'll post about Queen on there. Um, but Queen Cleaning Concepts also has its own Instagram page. So I've definitely gone more into separating the two drastically just so that I can develop more of a clientele following on clean cleaning concepts versus having everybody on my personal page. Because sometimes I do share a little bit more intimate moments, like when my kids have birthday parties or something's going on. You know, I like to be kind of like an open book in a sense, because I want people to be able to relate to who I am as a business owner and as a mother, because it's not easy. You know, I'm a single mom. I'm trying to run a business. I want to show people that it's possible to be put in certain circumstances, but you can still overcome whatever adversities are thrown at you. I absolutely agree. Um, I a hundred percent with everything you said, uh, social media is super important. Are you doing any kind of, um, traditional advertising and yes, okay. I do. Um, for the simple fact that this is a cleaning company, um, my some of my demographics are not on social media, um, you know, so I have uh, magnets that I put on the cars. I do um, flyers uh, like, you know, like when tax time comes around, your car is like filled with all these flyers and things like that. I have flyers like that. We do door hangers. Um, you know, we do Facebook ads, um, a lot of uh, networking. That's a huge thing for me is, you know, I feel like when I first started Queen, I am my brand. Like that's off rip. If you hear Queen Cleaning Concepts, my face is behind it. So I make sure that it's known because like I said, relevancy is like the, the biggest thing for me is making sure you know who's behind the brand. And it makes a lot more sense at the end of the day. Like what what's my purpose? Why am I doing it? And, you know, so you definitely want to make sure that you're branding yourself accordingly and doing traditional ways because not everybody has access to social media. It's, you know, although it is the new millennium, we're in 2018. Some of my clients, they're older, you know, they're elderly. They're not on Facebook. They're not on Instagram. So we have to make sure we hit all of our target markets. Definitely. And I think that's something that uh, is kind of dependent on what you're doing. I, and mm -hmm. definitely in your case, since you're since you're working um, 
with people directly, uh, you definitely want to have that um, face-to-face or kind of mm-hmm. physical advertising. In my case, I'm focusing on um, my strategies. I'm going to focus a lot more on social media mm-hmm. uh, just because uh, the cost of, of advertising um, on Facebook even. I can reach 1,500 people with like $5 exactly. if I want to boost a, a promotion on a page. Uh, so if if you don't want me asking, like just round about how much would you say of the money that you put aside towards advertising, would you say goes online and how much of it goes towards traditional advertising? Well, the thing about traditional advertising is that when you buy in bulk, it lasts longer. So my mm. budget for traditional advertising, like let's say, for example, last year was $500. That $500 lasted me probably the duration of the year from June until December because I ordered like 10,000 flyers. I got yard signs. I got everything I needed for like 500 bucks. And I was able to, and I actually still have some left over. Wow. So it just really depends on like, you have to do your research. You have to see where is the competitive pricing. And then honestly, like I'm a, I'm very frugal. So I will sit there and I won't argue with people on their pricing, but I will bring them other pricing and I'll see what we can do and how we can work together because I'm all about saving money, regardless of how much money you make. It's all about saving it and retaining it because you got to put it back into your business Um, for social media and things like that. Like you said, $5 can reach 1500 people. So for me, it's just like, I'll, I'll spend maybe a week, $25 on running ads on Instagram and Facebook. But the great thing about it, and for me, is that I have a lot of support. So I have a lot of people reposting my things, sharing my things. So mm. that helps out a lot. So it's all, it all goes to your credibility and who do, who do you know, who works with you, which goes back to networking. So when people like you and they want to work with you, they'll definitely assist you in getting your name out. And I get references out the yin-yang. You know, people throw my name around like crazy. So I think that that's a really cool thing as well. So there's there's some guys i follow um their podcasts and on social media gary v and Uh pat flynn and they kind of talk about social proof which is something that i kind of think you kind of touched on the the proof is in what other people do for you if you don't have to do anything and if the quality of your work or your content is so good that other people Uh are reposting it for you i mean that speaks volumes more so than a really well written ad or on Facebook can ever do. Um, and, and that's what, yeah. absolutely. That's why I'm trying to build a community of like people like yourself so we can kind of share ideas and strategies. Cause, um, the, when people say, Oh, you know, I, when people have the mentality that they don't want to share strategies cause they think it might hurt cause it's competition. I think no. that's ridiculous. <laughs> Because uh, when you're working in an online space, you're you're not just targeting the people around you. You're targeting people everywhere. Um, and, and it's funny. Just, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. To, to touch on that. Mm-hmm. For me, I actually, I am, I have become such business besties. That's what we call it. With, um, her name is Tracy and she owns a cleaning company in Chicago. And when I tell you that me and this girl spit fire ideas, like what she'll tell me what works for her. She'll let me know, hey, Michelle, I have a, a, a commercial contract. What do you think the pricing should be? I'll hit her up and be like, hey, what did you do when, when you had this situation with this employee? Mm. We go back and forth with each other, and we're both in the same industry. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. found each other off of Facebook, I mean, mm-hmm. off of Instagram, through hashtags, through a house cleaning hashtag. And I've had multiple women hit me up and say, hey, I, you know, I want to open up a cleaning company, or I'm, I'm in the industry right now. What do you do for this? What do you? And I have absolutely no issue 
with letting anybody know what I do. Number one, because I'm very secure in what I do with my company. Number two, I know that my services are amazing. I know what I offer people and I know that I deliver excellence. And so at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here. If I have some golden nuggets that I can share with somebody, I'm all for it. Because honestly, there's enough money. There's enough everything out here for everyone to win. So I give kudos to you for trying to create this platform because it's not about a competition. You know, we all come together and we'll be able to help each other far more than everyone trying to do it on their own. I was not able, like I brought Tiffany on, which is my managing partner, because I got to the point to where it was get, becoming too much for me. You know, I was going backwards instead of forward. So sometimes you need people to help propel you forward and to help you build the momentum back up again or to help build that solid concrete foundation. You can't build things on sand. It's going to crumble. You need to have solid foundation. And it starts with having a very strong team. So that's it all goes back to having a team. Wow, there's some pearls in in those words, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I've seen that uh, the people that see the most success are the more um, get the most giving. Uh, and uh, I, I've also seen that the people that see the most success are those that incorporate themselves in a network or community of people who are doing something similar, and uh, not viewing those people as competition, but as potential partners is mm-hmm. is is a good way to reframe your your thinking that's going to lead to success and building relationships I think is a huge part of that and I think you definitely hit the nail on the head on that one that's something that I'm trying to do do you do, do you go to any local maybe meetup groups or is your network usually online um I do uh just recently be just with my situation because I have children and mm-hmm, I have a lot mm-hmm. of other stuff going on it's I don't get to as much as I used to but I'm getting back into it now mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. as of right now there's like a, a meetup on Fridays at Celine in downtown Orlando mm-hmm. um that I went to last Friday and it's so funny because I meet so many people on Facebook and I don't always get to meet them in person, but I become such great friends with them. And then to finally meet them in person and put a personality behind the Facebook page, for me, it's like amazing. So on Friday, I got to meet a lot of my Facebook friends that I've been friends with for a couple of years now, but never actually met in person. Um, but there's something called like Red Carpet Monday. That's something that happens, I believe, like every third Monday of the month. Then um, you'll have like little pop-up events here and there that'll happen. Um, but typically right now, my network is online. But I definitely want to show face a lot more and get out into the public um, just because I saw better results for myself with marketing when I was more face to face. And I like meeting people. I like, you know, seeing what this person can do and how can they benefit me and how can I benefit them? You know, I I'm always in houses. I'm always with people, realtors, investors. So if someone's a general contractor, I definitely want to meet you because I have clients that come to me and they say, hey, Michelle, we want you to do this, you know, clean out. But we also need someone to fix our roof. We need someone to fix this wall panel. Do you know anybody? Do you recommend anybody? And for me, if I'm able to give a recommendation, they'll nine times out of 10 use the person that I'm recommending because they trust me. So it's like that's, you know, strategic partnerships. You know, there's power in partnerships. And that's what I love to do. I love to put pieces together because I can't do everything. I'm not going to go and get a GC license. I stay in my lane. But if I know that there's someone that can get the job done that I will gladly put my name behind, then I'll go ahead and do that. I think you touched on something very important that uh, also came up in my last podcast with Ruben Ortiz. We kind of talked about uh, freelancing and hiring people outside of our skill set. 
And uh, what we kind of talked about is how, well, personally, I've been in the process of building my website, hiring a graphic designer to build, uh, do my logo, and also finding a photographer uh, to take professional pictures because all those things are components that are needed to build a, gr- a good website and to okay. uh, portray a good brand. And um, at first, I tried to do a lot of it on my own, but I found <laughs> that just like really finding someone else that's a lot better than you the time that you save alone is more valuable than the money. So if you just are willing to invest a little bit, the time that you save can be put forth, you know, in, in whatever it is that you're doing. In my case, I can spend more time actually recording podcasts. Exactly. And that was, that's my biggest problem. I swear. It's like, I feel like I'm superwoman and I mean, it's my biggest problem, but I love doing it. So I do my own website. Mm-hmm. I do. The only thing I don't do is my own graphics. I have a graphic designer for that. But I mean, other than that content, everything I do myself. And it's because I enjoy doing it. But I'm also very meticulous on how I like things. So but like I said, thank God for Tiffany, because she came in and she tweaked the website even more. So we put like our brains together. But you're completely correct, because there's certain things that I know that I could not do that I don't want to do. And I couldn't imagine even trying to do it. You have to like one big thing. And this is, I think, important. Know your lane and stay in it. Because when you try to dabble into someone else's lane, you 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 mix your, your sauces up. You got to stay in your <laughs> lane. Do what you do. Like, you know, garlic parmesan and barbecue don't mix. <laughs> so that's that's a big thing. Know your strengths and know your weaknesses. It's OK to not be able to do everything. You know, that's why. They make graphic designers and there's website designers because we're not all made for that. Not everybody can work Wix. You know, sometimes you just need someone to come in and do WordPress for you. Like, it's okay. And I, for me, even after almost a year of running my business, I'm still learning that I have to delegate tasks to other people. Yes, absolutely. I definitely agree. If if I can ask, who is your website host? Who do you use? I use Wix. Um, Wix, for okay. Me because I love the fact that they have the chat. And there's a lot of features that make it super user friendly. And I'm just a big person on making things as easy as possible for people. So Wix, I'm like, I'm like an expert in. I can handle it. I can do it myself. I can run it off of my phone. I can make changes off of my iPad. So for me, anything that I can do super user friendly for myself, I'm down for it. I have actually, um, I'm teaching, self-teaching myself right now how to use WordPress because I want to make it more integrated and I want to make it easier for my actual larger clients um, to have a, uh, a space where they can actually log into it and see their invoices, see pictures of before and afters to kind of make it easier for them because not everybody has time to communicate with me on a daily basis. So imagine being able to log into a system and see all of your work orders, all of the before and after pictures right then and there. If you have any questions, you just send a simple email and it's one and done. Have you ever read the four hour work week? No, I have not. It's I think it's about Tim Ferriss. He he talks about automating your business. And I kind of think that's where you're you're going with those kind of yeah, like kind of making it so that you don't have to be there necessarily for a transaction to take place. And I think long term for a business strategy, that's where everybody should be because nobody wants to be working their ass off their entire (laughs) life, you know? We want to work hard now so we can play later. later. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And um, that's that's definitely a really smart strategy. I might have to, I might be contacting you later to pick your brain because I'm in the process of doing all that. I was thinking about doing Squarespace. Um, I like Squarespace. I've worked with Squarespace. I'm pretty much an expert on that as well. Um, I've built a couple websites um, for friends and things like that. Um, so Wix Squarespace, I'm actually, I'm pretty good at. Um, I also own a catering company and my catering company's website is through Squarespace just because their layouts fit more of the dynamic I was going for. They're a lot more creative. So Squarespace serves its purpose. Definitely. For anybody who's listening, uh, what, what's, uh, where can people check out your website? Just in, just in case they're listening and they're on their, their computer, they can kind of check it out, see what we're talking about. Yeah, so I have um, queencleaningconcepts.com, and then my catering website is goldenspoonftc.com. And that one, actually, it's down right now because I'm adding some additional features, but it'll be up in the next day or two. But um, that one's goldenspoonftc.com. It's Golden Spoon for the culture. Um, it's it's a catering experience, um, meal prep experience. It's Everything is for the culture. So be be on the lookout for that because that's, that's coming out hitting hitting pretty hard in Orlando. That's, that's great. That's, that's awesome. Um, this has been a really great, uh, conversation. Um, again, um, where can people find you on social media if they want to link up with you? Uh, you can see my personal Instagram page is the Michelle Welch, um, Mm -hmm. Welch, like the grape juice and the same thing for my Facebook, Michelle Welch and, uh, connect, um, hit me up. On my uh, personal Facebook page, uh, you can actually text me um, if you want to, you know, chat, talk, connect, collaborate. I'm down for it all. I love to bounce ideas. I like doing um, brainstorm sessions together, coffee, lunch, brunch, whatever. I'm down for it. I love to meet new people. So I'm definitely excited for the growth in Orlando, for the entrepreneurial growth. It's amazing right now. So I'm, I'm here for it all. Definitely. For sure. And that's kind of the point of this podcast. I'm trying to build a community of people that are like-minded, kind of like us. Uh, there's a certain kind of DNA in like a mm-hmm. vocabulary and a way almost of carrying yourself that entrepreneurs have. And I've, it's, it's very evident in you. Um, awesome stuff. Great advice. Um, please join me on at views from Orlando on Facebook. Uh, have a little group there. If you have any questions, concerns, any tips, we live in Orlando. If you're trying to build your business or do something, um, I, I don't think, Mich- I think Michelle will agree with me. Well, we're both here. To, we'll help you out. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll work it out together and help each other out. Cause, um, you know, nobody's looking out for us. We got to look out for each other. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard being an entrepreneur, but you know what? If you have good support, that's all you really need. It's it it's some support. It's hard, but now is the best time with all the technology exactly. we have. It's exactly. it's the barrier of entry is lower than it's ever been. I mean, ten years ago, it would be unheard of for someone to be able to start a radio show that can reach anybody who has an internet really? connection Seriously. from their home. It's, it's a really interesting time. And I want to thank you again so much for being on here. I'd like to have you again. Maybe we can speak on uh, certain specific topics yeah, once we start course. building this community. Definitely. Let me know about these uh, meetup groups. I'd like to maybe uh, join you at one of them. And, of course, uh, definitely. Yeah. So, um, we can definitely link up and uh, chat more. I would love to uh, be a guest again on the podcast. Um, this was awesome. I, I thank you for the opportunity. This is 
just another way for me to build my platform to let people know like I'm here for help. You know, I'm almost at my year anniversary and my business hasn't failed yet. So I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah. And they say, uh, well, I, f- I forget what the statistic is, like 90% or something absurd of businesses fail within their first year. But yeah, uh, if, <laughs> if you have the right mindset, if you're if you're a go getter, no matter what, you're not going to let anything stop you. Oh, no. Yeah. It's all about I'm all about the hustle, the hustle, the hustle, the hustle. If you go on my, my Instagram page, that's like the number one word that you'll always hear me talk about. Heck, yeah, we're going to put that as I'm going to put that as a keyword on a tag when I uh, post this video. Let's get the I'm hashtag. <laughs> let's get the hashtag Orlando hustle going. Um, yes, let's do it. Let's let's, do it. let's get that started. See see how big that gets. But thank you again. Uh, I'm gonna end the recording here.